0: Our first sacred text this morning can be found in 2 Corinthians chapter 6 verses 1 through 13 which you'll find on page 171 in the New Testament section of your Pew Bible. As we work together with him we urge you also not to accept the grace of God in vain. For he says, at an acceptable time, I have listened to you, and on a day of salvation, I have helped you. See, now is the acceptable time. See, now is the day of salvation. We are putting no obstacle in anyone's way, so that no fault may be found with our ministry. But as servants of God, we have commended ourselves in every way. Through great endurance, in afflictions, hardships, calamities, beatings, imprisonments, riots, labors, sleepless nights, hunger. By purity, knowledge, patience, kindness, holiness of spirit, genuine love, truthful speech, and the power of God with the weapons of righteousness for the right hand and for the left in honor and dishonor, in ill repute and good repute. We are treated as impostors and yet are true, as unknown and yet are well known, as dying. And see, we are alive, as punished and yet not killed, as sorrowful, yet always rejoicing, As poor, yet making many rich. As having nothing, and yet possessing everything. We have spoken frankly to you, Corinthians. Our heart is wide open to you. There is no restriction in our affections, but only in yours. In return, I speak as to children. Open wide your hearts also. The second sacred text comes from the book of Mark, chapter 4, verses 35 through 43, which you'll find on page 36 of the New Testament. On that day, when evening had come, he said to them, Let us go across to the other side, and leaving the crowd behind, They took him with them in the boat, just as he was. Other boats were with him. A great windstorm arose, and the waves beat into the boat, so that the boat was already being swamped. But he was in the stern, asleep on the cushion, and they woke him up and said to him, teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? He woke up and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, peace, be still. And then the wind ceased, and there was a dead calm. He said to them, Why are you afraid? Have you still no faith? And they were filled with great awe and said to one another, Who then is this that even the wind and the sea obey him? And that ends the reading this morning.
1: Once again, we come to our pairing and sharing time. Sometimes it will come before um, the sermon reflection and sometimes after. Today it's coming before. Um, And just to remind you, uh, this pairing and sharing time, shouldn't say if not because I still have a few things to say even if you had more to say. So, kind of, kind of the way it goes. So Lisa read it to us from 2 Corinthians. So now is the acceptable time. See now is the day of salvation. We are putting no obstacle in anyone's way So that no fault may be found with our ministry. So Paul's given us a goal to put no obstacles in anybody's way. Easier said than done. So why are you here? Not just today, but why do you keep coming back to church? I know for me, that it's because of the United Church of Christ, whose anniversary we celebrate today. Because the goal in the United Church of Christ really is to carry ourselves in a way that puts no obstacles in anybody's way. That is the goal. I discovered the United Church of Christ coming out of my Catholic time in the late 1980s and Andy and I joined the United Church of Christ um, in Olympia in 1990. And I came because I was tired of the kind of religion that put power over in hierarchical structures and control of what people thought and believed and how their journey went. I was tired of that. I was curious about what an organized group of people could do. When the goal, at least, not that we always succeed at it, was to put no obstacles in anybody's way. Now, that's what the United Church of Christ has mostly done for me. But as I get into this stage of my life that I'm in now, I begin to realize that myself, despite all these years in the United Church of Christ, I begin to look at how I act and how I behave and how I think, the judgments that come into my head, that I too often put obstacles in the way of others. And I'm hoping before my days are done that I can make as much progress as we've made in the United Church of Christ. I'm putting no obstacle in people's ways way to come to church and to come to God. I'm hoping that I can learn more effectively as a person how to do that. You know, the first place to start is with a little bit of honesty. We, we all have some obstacles there that are in the way, and hopefully you had some good, good sharings about some of those. Many of those, and are self-created obstacles. Some are created because we might come out of broken or dysfunctional family systems. And it's hard to, to, to break out of the way we were formed in that. Some obstacles come because of injustices of society. Now, the, script, the, the gospel reading today from Mark, where Jesus is awoken, awoken to, uh, to calm the storm, is kind of a nice image you can work with on that because um, our lives sometimes are stormy, right? Um, and sometimes we create the swirl of the storm, and sometimes the storm is coming from other forces out there. Maybe you call them evil forces or selfish forces or whatever. But they create a storm around our lives. And we get afraid. We get afraid when we create them ourselves. We get afraid when somebody's created them and we still have to navigate through the storm. And Jesus comes along, wakes up and says, he's woken up, says, peace, be still to the storm. That's the goal. That's what we all want, right? To get through the obstacles, to have that peace. And being a follower of Jesus means learning what it means to have that peace when the storm is happening. And how to have moments of peace where we can navigate away from the storm before we might have to go back in and deal with it. having peace no matter what kind of situation we're in. And where does that peace come from? Well, I think it comes from the number one message as a follower of Jesus that I've learned about. And that is that our God is an unconditionally loving God. There is nothing for us to earn. Nothing. How many of those obstacles that are in our way to peace because we think we have to make up for something or we think we have to earn something or we don't deserve something or we feel guilty about something. So, the number one message is the unconditional love of God. Truly receiving that That is the peace-be-still message. You are unconditionally loved by God and there's nothing you can do to change that at all. So I think for me, for sure, learning how to receive that love, I put a lot of obstacles in the way of that. A lot of my own thinking, a lot of my own judgments. Now, the United Church of Christ that we celebrate today in trying to have no obstacles, no obstacles for us receiving that unconditional love of God, no no terms around it at all, has kind of two strong tenets or values that we try to live by. The first is, because we're unconditionally loved by God, every one of you is totally free to be not coerced or controlled by anybody else. You are free to think and believe and live as you want in that love. And in the United Church of Christ we don't have a hierarchy so all of our churches are free to do that as well. We could have a meeting right after now and we could pass some motion on something that was totally against the predominant thinking in the United Church of Christ and others in the United Church of Christ might want to talk to us about it. But there's no power mechanism like reward or punishment that they could do to affect us on that. Now, we love that freedom. But the freedom, and we see it all through the scriptures, the freedom that comes and flows out of the unconditional love of God is then an invitation when we fully receive it. It is an invitation for us to learn to live in covenant. Not to live by ourselves, celebrating our freedom, but in that freedom, like we're doing in the pairing and sharing, to make connections one to another to build accountability one to another, to to listen to each other and to respect and understand and affirm each other across many, many different differences that we might have. But it is not to put ourselves off in isolation and have freedom parties every day because no one is now telling us what to do. That's the dynamic that happens when you actually receive the unconditional love of God. The obstacles are all out of the way. And you could go, I guess, with that because you're totally free and you could be the most selfish person in the world but you know if you actually really received the unconditional love of God really into your heart and soul and mind that's not what you would do. It just wouldn't be authentic. It wouldn't flow out of that. And so receiving that unconditional love flows us into connection to a covenant relationship not just with people. But with all creation, which is one of the reasons why in the United Church of Christ we care very much about what we're doing to this earth. And at some point we're going to really be caring about how we're exploring space and how we're interacting with that. Because in the unconditional love of God that everything's been created in, everything is connected and interdependent with each other. And it matters what's happening in all of those relationships. So in the United Church of Christ, With freedom and covenant, we are about the business of dismantling the the kinds of obstacles that we have that keep us from receiving the unconditional love of God or tell somebody you're not worthy of it until you change who you are. So we want to dismantle privilege in society. We want to dismantle hierarchies that have power over in society. We want to get rid of power over, and we want to have power with the power of love, mutually with one another. Imagine what we can do with that. But I think one of the hardest things is we want to get rid of the judgments. I, I wish, I wish we could have a, a transcript. We'll use my brain. I wish maybe someday they'll be able to do this. Every thought that comes into my head for a whole week. Not the things I say out loud, but everything that comes into my head. And then document how many of them are instant judgments. How many are instant judgments? Well, don't ask my family what the percentage might be with me. But... uh, But we all know, don't we all know? Turning this around. What are the obstacles in the way of letting go of that judgment, that need to contrast ourselves and say, you're wrong, I'm right. Why did you do that? You should have done this. What is it? What are the obstacles to letting go of that in ourselves? We have a vision in the United Church of Christ. We actually believe it's possible to work through all of these obstacles and to deepen our trust relationships with one another, to build communities of trust that receive the unconditional love of God and reflect it in all we think, in all we say, in all we do. We know it's a big task, but but we really believe that we've gotten some of the obstacles out of the way in the United Church of Christ by not insisting that in order to come to the communion table you have to believe a certain set of things. Or not insisting that you have to have a certain type of identity belong to a certain group in order to be in the United Church of Christ congregation. Or if you are welcomed in and you're different and we think that's wrong, that you're welcome, but we're going to change you because God wants to change you. No. We're not just open. We're affirming for who you are as created in the image and likeness of God. And we really work hard to try to embrace that as much as possible. But we have obstacles still that are in our way now in a few minutes we're going to celebrate and reaffirm the open and affirming statement of this church that we voted on on September 23 of 2012 believe it or not that's almost six years ago now Um, and really although it mentions specific things that open and affirming statement is a A commitment on our part as a congregation within the United Church of Christ to try to have no obstacles. To get that out of the way. To be the kind of place that receives the unconditional love of God, affirms it in every person, works with each other to help each other get the obstacles out of the way, and celebrates that together, and witnesses to all the world what that means. No obstacles in our quest. That's what we're trying for. Just like St. Paul talked about. It's a daunting task. I hope this day, through the conversations you've had, reflections you have, that you might open yourself up a little more to receive a little more deeply that unconditional love of God because there's nothing you have to do to earn it. I hope you'll commit yourself a little more this day to doing whatever work you need to do to become more aware of the obstacles that are within you, whether they've been placed from out there somewhere or they've been created within yourself. Become aware of it. And together, let's help each other overcome those obstacles. That's what it means to be a follower of Jesus. That's what it means to be in the United Church of Christ. We can all get there together. We can all do our little part, not just having our lives be transformed with this love of God, but really having a different witness that helps to transform the whole world. No obstacles. Amen.